0: Paul and Angie Lingzo, founders of the Lingzo Fitness Academy, bring you The Missing Piece. Mission, mindset, and mechanics for your complete transformation. As creators of the Anti-Diet Mindset Reprogram, Paul and Angie have all the missing pieces you need to make the leap to your best life. Welcome to The Missing Piece. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to The Missing Piece. I'm excited today because, you know what? I just kind of gave you a glimpse into how not hardcore I am on my last podcast. Um, And now, that was more like fitness edition, (laughs) how how not hardcore my workouts are. And now we're going to move into how not hardcore fitness or nutrition is. Because, well, here's why. Because... It's something we hear a lot is that, you know, Paul, I just I'm not willing to go all in like you are Uh, or Angie or whatever. And, you know, I don't think I don't think we're really as all in as you think we are. You know, um, we are not gluten free. We are not dairy free. Um, I drink alcohol. Uh, you know, like I, I do, I we, we, we have a relatively normal life. There's just a few decisions. Um, there's just a few considerations we make, um, daily. And there's a few habits that we built over time. And so we, anyway, we had, um, we had actually somebody tell me like they, they didn't pull the trigger on working with us for like over a year. Right. So we, we got into the conversation where like at some point and it was about three or four months ago. Um, where I posted a picture actually on social media of uh, an old fashioned, like we, we played hooky on a Wednesday afternoon and it was just this, we were out of the distillery it's beautiful, blue summer sky wide open uh, at this awesome place. And, you know, I snapped a picture of my old fashioned with the big sky and in the background and whatever. I, d- I didn't really think twice about it. It was just a kind of a cool looking pic and a beautiful day. And I felt like celebrating that. And, This person like replied to my story or whatever. I think I put it on my Facebook story. It was like, oh, it must be cheat day, huh? And I was like, no, no, I don't really do cheat days. Um, I just, it's just a Wednesday and seemed like a great afternoon to to grab a drink with my wife and celebrate some things we'd accomplished with our business. And And it opened the door of this conversation where he was like, man, I didn't realize that. I didn't realize how normal you are. (laughs) I was like, well, I mean, let's be careful with that language because I'm not normal. But um, I know what he meant, right? I didn't realize how normal your lifestyle appears from the outside. And that's what we're going to talk about today because so many times... One of the things that holds people back is this visualization, this story we tell ourselves about other people who are already in shape or about what it would take for us to get in shape. We tell ourselves the story about how Spartan that lifestyle needs to be, how much you have to give up, how much you hate, how you're you going to hate it, how much you're going to have to struggle. And because of that, because you've told yourself that the struggle is inevitable It keeps you stuck because you can always just start struggling later. Whereas if you flip that story and you're like, oh man, it's actually better to start now because I just need to make small changes that are easy and effortless. You'll actually see progress quicker and change your lifestyle quicker in a way that benefits you without it ever feeling difficult. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Now, uh, before we get started, I just want to make sure you know where to find us offline. Just go to missingpeacepodcast.com. You can get access to our free Facebook group in there. We we do free trainings in there every single week, not just from myself and Angie, but our team is posting stuff in there as well about both nutrition and fitness. Really, really great resource, great way to interact with us. Now, Also on missingpeacepodcast.com, you can click on my button and I've got some resources that are geared for guys in terms of you know, helping dudes with nutrition and our weekend nutrition blueprint, that sort of stuff. Angie's got some meal prep stuff. She's got the link to her YouTube on her button. So just head to missingpeacepodcast.com and check that out. All right. So now let's talk about stories and let's talk about beliefs and how they might be serving you or not. And so a story is usually something we tell ourselves. The biggest, the biggest thing I... The biggest difference I, I, I see in my head between stories and beliefs is story is sort of like a visual visual representation of something we're telling ourselves about the process. So it's like when I think, "Man, I want to get in shape, I want to be jacked," I tell myself a story and I see a picture in my brain, right? And that that story might serve me, it might not serve me, it might be true, it might not be true. But either way, we tell ourselves our story. So if we can change the stories um, to better align with what we want in 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 convince us to take action, that'd be better. Right. Whereas a belief usually has some sort of value judgment attached to it about, I believe this to be right or wrong or good or bad or moral or amoral. And so again, beliefs don't always serve us. So if we can identify those beliefs and change them, we'll be, will be, you know, better. <laughs> we'll be making progress quicker right and so uh, i'll i'll touch on both of those briefly and what those have to do with with nutrition specifically today but let's start with the stories so i already kind of told you about this person who they took them a year to sign up so i mean so that, i mean that means at this point they had followed us even before the podcast so just straight up following us on social media um going like man i really want what they like i want the transformation but like man i don't I don't know that I can do it. It's too, like it's too hardcore. Now, of course they don't even know how hardcore it is because they haven't gotten a peek under the hood, right? They just like our message and they're resonating with it. And so it takes them a year to pull the trigger on it because of the story they told themselves. So they were thinking in their head, I want to get in shape with Paul and Angie. I want, I, I like their message resonates me with resonates with me on a soul level. Right. But, um, but I, here's what I believe about working out, regardless of what Paul and Angie say, or here's what I believe about getting in shape. I believe that I'm going to have to suffer. I believe that I'm going to have to buy 10 pounds of chicken breast and bake it all on Sunday and have it in little Tupperwares, right? I believe I will have to say no to social engagements, right? So this is the story they're painting in their head. I'm not going to be able to go out. I'm not going to be able to hang out with friends. It's, I'm going to have to be sweating my ass off at some gym. I'm going to be meal prepping every Sunday. Uh, no booze for me, no desserts. And, you know, it's going to take struggle and it's going to take sacrifice. And they can see that in their head, right? And it's not that they're opposed to struggle and sacrifice, but it just keeps you from getting started. Like very often, do you willingly jump into, uh, a space of deprivation, right? And so that's that was the story they told themselves. They painted the picture in their head of what getting in shape would look like and entailed all the struggle. It entailed um, cutting out all these things in their life that they didn't want to cut out and, and, and that kept them frozen, right? And so what we want to do is say, hey man, well, is that story helping you or hurting you? What if we change the story to where you didn't entail, entail any struggle. What if it was easy? What if you actually enjoyed it and had fun in the process? Because I can tell you some of the behaviors might be exactly the same, right? You might still be, you know, I mean, I still weigh and measure my food. Um, I still weigh and measure my food. You don't have to, if you don't want to, but I do. Um, I still, sometimes I turn down social events, Sometimes I drink. Sometimes I choose not to. So the outside behavior might look kind of the same. But the difference is I have no struggle whatsoever attached to mine. Zero. Because, dude, I'm fired up about the process. I think it's so crazy. I think it's so amazing that we live in a time to where we literally have so much scientific information about how nutrition affects our bodies. And it is so public, like it's all over the nutrition labels. I can scan food with my phone and I don't even have to keep track of my food in my head. My phone does it for me. My app does it for me. Like, I think that's so amazing. And what that allows me to do and the amount of control and flexibility that allows me to have over my own physical being and the physical shape that allows me to be in that's so effortless. I think it's amazing. I have so much fun with it. I do. I really, really do. And so when I look at, you know, turning down food or t- turning down um, alcohol or whatever, there's no story about struggle attached to it. I'm like, I'm not like, oh man, I have to stay you know, I have to turn down that beer. Otherwise I'll be fat. No, it's not like that at all. I just like literally look at the pros and cons. I'm like, oh, well, you know what? I'm feeling good momentum right now. Like that beer is probably going to lead to two more. So it's looking like like, 600 calories and then I'm going to be hungry later. So I'm just going to turn it down for right now. Right. Or I might just be like, Oh cool. Like check it out. That person offered me a beer and probably have two more after it. 600 calories. Like, nah, Okay, cool. Like I can just like not eat rice with my dinner and therefore have three beers and still be perfectly with my numbers. Awesome. Or sometimes I might be like, okay, I'm going to go over my numbers and I don't give a shit because I don't care because I'm making that decision. But either way, there's no struggle or sacrifice. There's always just me making decisions. Because that's how I'm choosing to view it. Because of the story I told myself, the story I'm convinced of, which is true in in my opinion, one hundred percent true. What a world we live in where we get to choose all this shit. Where it's not we're not even worried about do we have enough food to survive? I literally get to pick and choose the food I have. And I don't even really have to work for it. Like I don't have to go and butcher the chickens myself, right. Or, or, or harvest the, the vegetables myself. Right? Like, I just roll into H-E-B or whatever grocery stores by you. And I get to trade them some money I made from my business for the food that they made with their hands. And like, holy shit, life is amazing. Isn't, isn't that a story that maybe is serving me better because it keeps me engaged in the process and removes any sort of friction I have? And then if we can take that, you know, to the next step, which is beliefs, like people have certain beliefs about, about food that might keep them down. And you hear these beliefs come out when they say like, oh, um, I was bad. Or yeah, I tried that diet, but I failed. Well, these are beliefs you've attached. You've attached the belief that it's possible to fail a diet. (laughs) Like, I don't even believe that's possible to to fail at food. Like you eat food. The only way you fail at food is if you eat so little that you die. Like that's literally the only way to fail, right? Um, Which that might not even be within your control. So, People have just, they have beliefs attached to like, oh, I failed at that because I told myself I wasn't going to eat gluten Oh, because I have another belief attached to gluten that it's bad or unclean or something like that. Or, you know, I have, or I have that, that belief around sugar or alcohol or whatever. Like, oh, those foods are bad. I put a moral judgment on it. I'm a bad person if I have those, or I'm bad at dieting. If I have those, what if we change those beliefs, right? Like what if we change the belief? To be like, no food is good is is good or bad, and there's real. And, and you, as a person, really aren't good or bad. Like you are always in control of what you do. So therefore, you're be you're like. Sometimes you, your your behavior is not always going to be in alignment with who you profess to be or who you want to be. But as long as you're aware of that and you can change that, you're not, you're not inherently a bad person, probably ever, you know, very few, very, very few people. I mean, there are, there is evil in the world. I I do acknowledge that, but very few people are inherently bad, right? So are your behaviors inherently amoral? Like, no. What if you just changed it to where there was, there's, there was no failure, but only feedback, To where if you decided that, you know, I thought I was going to be able to work in a beer, but then what I realized after trying it three or four times is that I always ended up having two or three beers and it lowered my inhibitions to where I ate more food than I wanted to. What if you change your belief from you being a failure to just receiving that feedback and being open to that feedback? So then the next time you're in the situation, you can make an educated decision and be like, you know what? I'm pretty hungry right now. And I know if I drink a beer, I'm going to have a few more and then I'm going to end up eating the fries with my burger or whatever it is. It doesn't matter because now I'm, I don't want you to think that fries are amoral either. But the point is, what if you just change the belief, like, oh, I got some feedback because the last couple times that I was faced with this situation, it went this way and I didn't like it. I didn't like the way it felt afterwards. I didn't like how that slowed my progress. So now instead of me just beating myself up over having those quote unquote failures, I just decided like, Oh, that was feedback. Now I'm even stronger moving forward. I'm even more in alignment moving forward. Isn't that more empowering? Isn't that more empowering than just deciding like, Oh man, I suck. Or I was bad. Cause I had a Reese's peanut butter cup. Like dude, you're not bad and you're not like like people literally have guilt and shame attached to food which is i don't want to say it's insane it's actually quite common because of cultural conditioning but if you were to sit there and question it if you were to just sit there sub, um objectively and and judge somebody else the way that you judge yourself for that you might realize those beliefs don't serve you like if i was just sitting there eating a piece of cake at a party and you looked at me and, and, and you were like, man, what a weak willed, inherently bad person. Would you say that to me? Would you even think that? Like, of, like you wouldn't, you wouldn't because you're a good person. Of course, but somehow we, we, we believe that about ourselves. Oh, I'm eating this piece of cake. I'm so, oh my gosh, I've got no willpower. I'm such a bad person. I'm so, I'm so bad. Like, dude, change those beliefs. And I'm using silly voices and I'm using extreme examples to pull out the fact and bring it to your attention, how silly these beliefs might be. Because when you really unpack them and you bring them from your unconscious to your conscious, now you can look at them and you can take them apart and be like, man, that doesn't really serve me. So let me take it apart and let me put it back together. I e change my beliefs and then put it back in my unconscious and let my mind run that script about, you know, cake is delicious. It just happens to have a few more calories than a piece of broccoli. Sometimes I'm going to choose the broccoli, sometimes I'm going to choose the cake, but I'm going to take on the belief that I'm the captain of my own ship. I know what I want and I'm going to align actions with uh, I'm going to align my actions with getting towards what I want and sometimes I want broccoli and sometimes I want cake and there's definitely a way to have a balance of the two that allow me to get what I want physically. How about that? Wouldn't that be a belief that serves you a little bit more than like, I'm bad or I'm guilty or I'm ashamed of the cake that I ate. Like, come on, you're better than that, man. <laughs> and it doesn't just go for sweets or, or alcohol. It goes for everything, man. Food is not moral. Food is food. It is objectively just chemical compounds. It's, it's not a big deal. Um, food goes a lot more into culture and nostalgia and connection you know so if you if you begin to associate certain foods that um, if you begin to associate certain foods as bad or amoral or shameful what you're really doing is you're robbing yourself of a chance to make connection and, nostalgia and have enjoy nostalgia and really have all the things that food can offer you because There's nothing good or bad, man. There's only context to the situation. And so what we want to do, like what we do with our clients is rather than say, hey, you can't have. Well, we don't tell people like we literally never tell them any food is ever off limits. But what we do is we try to create empowerment of the process and empowerment of what actually matters in terms of moving the needle and empowerment of all the factors. Because I'm sure you guys have heard us say many many times that you know calories in calories out that's the balance that is going to lead to weight gain weight maintenance or weight loss so yes that is a simple way of looking at it and it's true but there are many many other factors to consider right because if i eat a twinkie which is like 200 calories i will be hungrier much sooner than if i eat an apple is that good bad right or wrong it just is it just is. I'll tell you right now, guys. I'm going to tell you right now. I love drinking beer. As we sit, it's August 23rd. I enjoy beer. It's coming into my favorite season of beer, which is Oktoberfest season, right? But knowing what I know, I also know that, regardless, like I'm not even talking about hangover, but regardless of how many beers I drink, I will feel like shit the next day. It will affect my sleep. It will affect my energy levels. It's just what it is. Is beer bad? Do I abstain from beer all the time? No, I just make educated decisions. I just pick my spots about when I'm like, man, I really want to have this one uh, because I'm at a dope ass German brewery in the middle of Oktoberfest or like, "Eh, I don't know. I don't know that I need a Coors Light just because um, there's a random one sitting in my fridge that somebody left last time they were over, right? So I get to pick my spots and neither one of them is right or wrong for everybody it's only right or wrong for me in that moment and i'm always in charge of that decision so i guess to bring it all the way back all the way back is this hard is this super hardcore these transformations we put out are hardcore like the ones you see on social media like yeah there's some hardcore transformations out there but was there struggle was there sacrifice did those people hate their lives while they did it the answer is no because we're not going to allow them to. What we're going to do is we're going to recreate stories that they tell themselves about why they're doing this and how hard it's going to be. And we are going to challenge their beliefs. And we're going to bring some some beliefs that maybe aren't serving them. We're going to bring those to the conscious mind. Unpack them, dissect them, break them if we need to so that we can put them back together into beliefs that do serve them. So that when your stories and your beliefs and your unconscious are operating that way. Your success is not only inevitable, it's really, really easy. It's really, really easy. The opposite of hardcore. <laughs> All right. So, um, you know, if last week or last episode was a little bit more X's nose this week, a little more heady, a little bit more, um, you know, what's the word? Oh, I don't know. Woo. It's not woo woo, but it's just um, a little more conceptual. Right. And so either way, I hope that you find balance in these things. I hope that this makes sense. Because you don't have to struggle. There's a difference between putting in effort and struggling. These are two very different things. Putting in effort where you're seeing a reward creates momentum. Struggling creates counting down until this freaking diet's over. And that's when you're that's when ultimately you're gonna feel stuck. Alright. Have a good one, everybody.